welcome back. Let's jump back into the action. Uh, before we left, the water reclamation system in Fort Summerwar is powered by a thing known as an artifact engine. And that engine uh, has lost one of the artifacts that powers it. It has degraded over time. Tap, who is generally the most knowledgeable port, uh, person about technology in the fort, has been maintaining it. And he he took his concerns over its uh, continued ability to function to the military commander who holds sway over this sort of last fringe of civilization in this monstrosity-infested world where people cannot safely stay out after dark. And the general told Tap to fix it by any means necessary, and Tap has followed that advice, gathering together a group of allies, tracking down people with skills needed, knowledge of the area, and, and a man who has visited the place where they intend to find some this all-important artifact once before. Um, the only problem is he's been locked up in an asylum for quite some time, and it seems the doctor in charge of that asylum doesn't want to let him leave, despite uh, Tap throwing a whispering letter at her. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I'm really glad that didn't trigger a wisdom save from me. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought about it. Hey, uh, uh, so, um, the front room of this once hotel, this this it was once a sort of bar tavern room, is in chaos. Um, Aidlin, tap, crit. You are arguing uh, with a red-faced, small, um, gnomish woman who's just beginning, like, her tone's beginning to rise. She's been very calm this whole time, but she's starting to scream and yell. Um, and she has just told one of her guards, the tall Goliath man um, who you've heard named Yadric, to take the patients back to their rooms. And the patients are Zal and Cygnus. Um, so nodding and going to follow orders, Yadric is going to approach Zal and place his hands on your shoulders. And uh, he's going to attempt to grapple you, Zal, and drag you back to your room. I go. You go? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he just lifts you and starts, puts that hand in your back, starts pushing you back to the door. Um, meanwhile, there is a goose terracing around the room, honking. And another seeming guard of this place, a dwarven woman, running back and forth after the goose, swearing on the goose's You better owner. give it up, honey. You'll never catch Denny. <laughs> she, uh, the dwarven woman, glares at you, glares at the goose. You can see her hand linger towards a dagger on her belt, a balanced dagger that you assume is for throwing. Mm. Um, she glares at the goose, and then she kind of looks at the doctor who's in the screaming match grits her teeth and continues chasing the goose on foot. But she's definitely contemplating murdering your goose. Doctor. doctor what? Can I, can I have a word with you before this gets even more out of hand? <laughs> I think you've all had plenty of words. But listen, well, they, they can help us, and then they'll be able to help everyone in this city. Don't you want people to have water? Don't you want water? These doctor, people... I'm I'm afraid I'm going to have to have the final word if, if if that's how we're going to do this. I have the general's full authority. I, I don't I don't like doing this. 
But if you don't release these two into our custody, we're going to have to call the general to come down here himself. And you know just as well as I do how uncomfortable that situation would be. So let's 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 take a step back. Yeah. And and let's let's come to an agreement because this this letter is the general's word. It is his order. So I mean you can you can fight me on it. That's fine. But you're not gonna like how it ends. Tap as, as as Tap says that, I tap them and say, go and tell them like it is and cast guidance. <laughs> ah, yeah. Very well, make a persuasion check with advantage and guidance. Yes. Ooh. Ooh. Thank God for that advantage. Oh boy. And the guidance is a plus four, correct? Uh, it's one D4. 18. Yes. 18. Nice. She says, fine, fine. Take take the this woman and her goose. Fine. But the, the boy needs to stay here. He can't he can't go there. That's insane. He, well, I mean, if he doesn't go there, the city's going to dehydrate that's the word i'm looking for the city's gonna dehydrate or possibly just you know shit their brains out with uh dysentery that's the word yeah you don't want that general doesn't want that so uh they're both coming yeah also meta meta question does zal look like a full-grown person yes totally Um, and then i add on he he seems like a grown man it looks like he can make his own choices uh can i i'm sorry can I make an insight check on the doctor? I'm really suspicious, like, why she's very... I don't think that she has his best interest in heart. Mm, make an insight okay. check. Sweet. It's like, check those vibes. <laughs> uh, okay. I got a 23. Ooh. Ooh. I, get advan- I get advantage on uh, insight, because I'm a pallid <laughs> elf. 23! <laughs> That's a very good roll. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> she take that DM. <laughs> she whenever whenever she looks at or refers to Zal, and you 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 pick it up in her language and her mannerisms, right? There there is like an extreme kind of possessiveness that goes beyond what you would necessarily think is like just a person caring for the well-being of another person they're like she does not want to let zao go so zao's still kind of getting pushed out of the room right now right yeah what's happening with me i i would like to state that like marcel is still making contact with zao and just be like you you said you wanted to go do you want to stay here do you want to just stay in that room and just leave it there if yeah i smile Zal, I I promise that this group will take great care of you. Look, we've got armored folks and and a weird horse creature. These people clearly know what they're doing. I I think you should come with us. The doctor, what has she told you? Why does she want you so bad? The doctor freezes when you say that, like somebody has dumped cold water on her. Yeah, girl, I'm old. I know things. (laughs) <laughs> Am I getting pushed out the door or? The people here maneuver you, but 
they are like they're not like physically abusive right they're not like shoving you around like they, leading around. yeah mm. i mean you like also you never really don't do what they ask mm-hmm. so it's you know like it's hard to say who what would go what way with, mm. with you, right now you're not being like shoved through a door right like he has this goliath man has a hand on your back he's moving you towards the door but it's a light pressure I'll just say I want to go to there. <laughs> oh, he, did you hear? He said he wants to come. No, yeah, Sal, you're like not. You're not the doctor interjects. You're not thinking clearly. This, this, this is where you are safe. Hmm? This is where you can explore those memories. Out there, there's no one to protect you from what might happen. Hmm? Not just around you. But inside you, you know it could be dangerous. Zhao, don't go out there. Stay here. Have you yeah. have you looked outside recently? Every <laughs> everything's pretty dangerous. Also, with that goose running around, it doesn't look to be the safest in here. And I don't, I don't, <laughs> I'm sure the general cares about his citizens, whether they're you know full of mind or not. I I mean, I you might might not want that getting back to him, would you? So hey. I. I picture myself, uh, Goliath hand in my back, like in front of a door, like the door back to the cells. So what I do is I want to brace myself against the hand, sort of kick up the door frame and flip over the Goliath. Dope. Make an acrobatics check for me. Yes. There he is. Some <laughs> sick shit right there. I love it. I am a rogue. Oh boy. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, right. Twenty-one. What? Yeah, nice. uh, that is that is some sick shit indeed. Uh, <laughs> as you push back against the hand, and he he's like sort of distracted, so he's he's just pressing more firmly into you to try and do what the doctor asked. I get very good support for running over and almost like shoulder rolling over his arm and landing beside him. And he just looks over it, shocked. Uh, I, Cygnus claps. Oh, well done, young man. Well done. I also clap. That's a nice move. Cool. I, I say, I say, uh, you can't get me here. That's the spirit! The doctor stares at you for a long time and then kind of looks at the letter in Tap's hand and grimaces. And you get the feeling that, like, boy, if if one thing were different, this might be going a different way. (laughs) But she says, fine. You don't die and you don't break. And you're tired. You know where to find me. And she leaves the room. Good riddance. What a despicable woman. Bye. So, we should probably do introductions with the the goose person. Hey, what's <laughs> up? I'm Crit. 
it's nice to meet you. It seems like you're going on a journey with all of us. Uh, we should probably be formally introduced. Can we like? And of course, life is but a journey. Yeah, yeah. Let's do this outside. Yeah, yeah I, I don't. I believe anymore. Walking and talking is the best way. Oh, do you do you guys need to get like stuff? Do you need do you need your stuff? Oh yeah. Do you have all have of your like, things? Yeah, you got like, those weird soft asylum shoes on. Like those are not good for walking around outside. Those are just slippers. I have I, shoes. Oh. I look for the I look for the doctor. Oh, uh, she has no, gone back. Uh, no. Into the back. I still just look for her. Oh, okay. So I guess this is going to be a thing. Um, guard. <laughs> Lord, <laughs> my name is Yadrick. Can you but... get me his shoes? And <laughs> yeah, his, I decided um... to leave before I could introduce myself. What was your name? I'm was... sorry. Yadrick. Oh, is good. Hey, what's, what's up? What's up, Yadrick? Uh, appreciate you. Uh, could, could we get our compatriots their belongings? Yes, oh. it's going to be a purple pack and quarterstaff with a, a round cabochon right at the top. Uh, a, a what? Okay. It's I don't a, know, but it a, sounds fancy. It's very, it po- it's a polished piece of quartz. And if you look oh. closely, there's a star in it. Oh, okay. And he... <laughs> Yadrick, thank you. <laughs> he he was like ready to, he was like a little bit ready to go before, you know, feeling very aggressive. But when the doctor put the kibosh on conflict and left the room, he seems like deflated, very chill. You get the sense that there's a weirdly intense loyalty there, you know, mm. um, but now that you know she's she's pulled out of the fight, he he has no coin in this bet. So he just sort of softly says, "Yeah, I, I think we keep. I think I know where we keep all the stuff." Uh, and he goes into the back. I follow him. Oh, <laughs> you follow him into the back, and he goes. So there's stairs at the end of this hallway that go up to a second floor, and then there's um, a closet beneath the stairs. And he he opens the door to it, and he begins. Um, sort of rummaging through and he finds your pack and staff almost right away. You know, they're right at the front. And then he starts digging through and he's like, I think this, he pulls out like a satchel and he pulls out um, um, something between a knife and a short sword, like quite quite a large knife that is in this carved wooden sheath um, and, and with a leather belt threaded through um, part of the, the scabbard. Uh, and... Uh, he keeps digging, keeps digging, and pulls out a bow, um, and pulls out a shield. And the shield is a beautiful, like, glorious piece of metallurgy craftsmanship. Um, it is silver with sort of, like, uh, um, almost, like, uh, ivory and emerald looking embossments or paint on it. It's hard to tell. It's very delicately done. And the silver is filigreed with these sort of geometric patterns that catch and reflect the light. And in five sections of the shield, um, there are these that you instantly recognize, Cygnus, as depictions of constellations. Um, I... I rub my finger over each one, kind of murmuring their names, like, softly. Yeah. Um, this was clearly... Whoever made this was a great artisan, first of all, and second of all, clearly someone with a knowledge of the stars. 
Um, I think I think that's all the stuff he says as he Yadrick says as he sort of shoves your pack at you and gathers up the other stuff and starts carrying it towards the front room. And I'll take the shield, thank you. I uh, just if I could examine it a little bit further. I mean, it belongs to uh, <clears throat> it belongs to Zal. If you no matter. All right. He hands and I, it over. as I lead the way, now that I know how to get back. Uh, and yeah, and as you're walking back through, you glance over into the office where you had your appointment with uh, Dr. Gugerst earlier, and you see, and the in the back of the room, there's this very large, low desk, um, and she's sitting behind it, kind of like her head in her hands, and there's like this stack of journals next to her, and one of them's open in front of her, and she's just kind of like leafing through it. Uh, catch, like, handwritten something as she's going through it. And then you emerge back into the front room, and everyone is waiting for you. Uh, while they're getting their stuff, uh, could I quickly pull Marcel aside? Uh, mm-hmm. Adeline just wants to talk to her before we go. Uh, listen, Marcel, I, I, I want you to know that I do trust you, and I, I, I do think you're ready for this kind of adventure. I just want to make sure that you're being careful. You've trained so hard, but this is this is the the real thing and it's it's scarier out there than it's it's bad out there. And I just want to make sure that you're being careful and that you know it's okay if if you do get scared. You don't have to be brave for anyone's sake, okay? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I trust you. If you think I'm ready, then we'll go together. And I'm here for you and you can talk to me whenever you need and just, yeah, just be careful. That's all. Okay. I'll be more careful. Come back to uh, the Cygnus walks into the room and says, Zal, Zal, I've got your shield. At a later time, I, I think we maybe have more issues uh, pressing at the moment, but the make, the craftsmanship, the three sisters, the constellation that's not often seen on things, the eagle, we'll, we'll have a little chat. Uh, I know you were listening to me, but uh, you were quiet as a church mouse. Honestly, I didn't even know you were in this place with me, so uh, we'll have a lot to, to catch up on. I just say, yes. <laughs> oh, so such a wordy fellow. I'm sure we'll have to yank it out of you, but I'll get the answer. No worries. Um, I see this whole interaction happen, and I look over at Tap, and I go, uh, yeah, yeah, no, nah, this is a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> I, I... Really, really hope it is, because uh, we're going to be in a bad way if we all die. Okay, <laughs> let's, uh, let's head out. You head out of the asylum, the sort of like adrenaline of near conflict draining out of your bodies, leaves your extremities kind of tingly. You know, your eyelids feel a little bit heavy. And I, take a, I take a beat at the door, but then I, I walk outside. And you look up at the sky instinctually. You actually see a star 
because this whole asylum business took some time and the far edge of the sky to the east is turning slightly pink purple and there's one bright star glimmering in it if you think really hard you probably know the name and as you're watching you see these torches begin to light around the wall of the city the guards are lighting the fire line for the night every night they walk around the whole circumference of the city lighting a wall of torches nobody can say if it does any good or not but it makes people feel safer i take in the mood and i look around at the group and i go now this calls for some walking music and i pull out my illophone what uh, <laughs> my secret special item what i'll let zach describe <laughs> It's like similar to a mini gramophone. It, it looks like a, almost a leather codex with a latch on one side of it. Coming up on tap, you would know there's like a, on the surface, there's like a flap where you would put in a Donfire battery that would sort of like supply power to the whole thing. Rising up from it is a smooth, like emerald green, like almost trumpet shape or cornucopia shape almost with like a flat, flat, smooth surface at the end of it. Now that I have it out, I put in the one working tape that I have for it, and I push play and let the music roll. Yeah. Um, right. Can you can you turn up that Lost Places for us? <laughs> Airbox. I just felt like since we got the band together, this would be a good time to sort of play some music as we epically stroll into our future destination. Um, now, which way are we going? Uh, I guess now will be the one to lead the way. Now, the question remains, it won't take much time to get to the ravine, but it's pushing later into evening. So you can leave now and there will be some traveling in the dark before you make it there. Maybe we should wait till morning? Yeah, I I have some things I gotta do at my house before I leave for a few days. Yeah. Uh, if we wait till morning, how long will it take us to get there the next day? Like, will we arrive before dark? Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's well within, like, three hours' walk of the city to get to the edge of the ravine um, and maybe even less than that and then to climb down you don't know but it, yeah. you can go now and deal with deal with nighttime more of the way or wait until full daylight and only deal with um, you know the, the murky depths I think leave first thing in the morning is probably best Yes. Yeah, that, that seems like the smart thing to do. And then I uh, take the illophone and I push stop. <laughs> <laughs> what? You know, I may have been a little too, um, I may have been a little too hasty with the walking music. It just really felt like we were getting ready to go do something awesome. <laughs> and I wanted that to be accompanied um, by music. No, but I now think I, your instincts spot on. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was good. How long, was good. How long will the, the diminished battery, the diminished engine, continue to function <clears throat> make an arcana check for me 
Ooh. A check I will never have to make. Good. <laughs> uh, not natural 20. Okay. Nice. You know this artifact engine well. You've worked on it for a long time, and you you also know your craft well. And you you were able to patch up the remaining two chambers so that there's there's really no bleed as far as you can tell between them and the depleted chamber. So you think you have like a full chamber cycle, a day and a half, maybe two before Ooh. the water goes out. Okay. As long as as long as we can head out like first light, that um that that's fine with me. That's okay. Cool. So let's I meet know. back in the flower district when the sun rises. I the guess what? I'll take our the, the sun. The, the Should I just? Do, I'm, I'll just sleep here for the night. Do you guys need a place to sleep? You can come to my place. It's yeah. not big, but you can just a, okay, I could just take a short trance, well. my dear. Just a short trance. Yeah. Uh, if you want to, no. Krill, if you want, or Krill, Krill, Crit, if you want to take, uh, <laughs> if you want to take Zal, I, I can take Siggy and Val. Excuse me. Yeah, we are not there yet. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so oh, sorry. Yeah. I didn't. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> no. I, uh, I uh, seem like everyone's grandma and my no, goose, no. Is, <laughs> my goose is very amenable. Yeah. Out, of, out of game, can you actually remind me of your full name? Because I only oh, remember. Oh, Cygnus. Yeah, no worries. Like the constellation. Cygnus. I'm so sorry. Cygnus. Yes, I understand that you... Very well. I'm sorry. I'm going to go get my tacos. I'll be right back. Okay. (laughs) Godspeed. Your food's finally here. Yeah, Yeah, I think think that's for the best because I I actually don't think my landlord lets people have pets. And I'm not (laughs) trying to say anything about about the goose we haven't talked about the goose okay so for for, for real you gotta you have a goose okay like, are look, we just look, gonna avoid this look, i denny denny my dear i need you to do earmuffs uh denny kind of like nestles his head into my armpit mm-hmm. he just w- wiggles a little further around your where he's draped around your neck so his head hangs farther yeah. down <laughs> perfect up into your arm the thing you need to know about my dear uh, sidekick is he doesn't know that he's a goose. He thinks that he's a swan. So from now and forever always, please, in his presence, let's refer to him as a swan. And it's just, he doesn't take kindly. He's that little black, you know, ring around his nose and somebody confused him from a distance and now he can't get it out of his poor little head. So, but yes, animal companion, druid, it, it you know, makes sense. Cool, cool, cool. So his name is Denny, and he is a swan. Yeah, I, I release him from the armpit. He's a swan, yes. Um, Denny I, cranes his neck what? like in a very graceful curve, and then kind of <laughs> stares at you with blue goose eyes. I, you I know, extend a hand, and I say, uh, well, nice to meet you, Denny the swan. R- roll an animal handling check. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> <The> first- <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Oh my goodness. 17. That's pretty good. Oh, pretty oh. good. Denny the Swan like bows gracefully. Oh. Then it's kind of a handshake, but also he, he just aggressively pecks you too hard on your outstretch. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not a bite. I like that oh. you have a low key mobster like Denny the Swan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Denny the Swan. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what? That, 
baby steps. That's right. I, I, I was getting a little too familiar. It is good to meet you, Sir Swan. Danny just like starts picking at something like some twigs or something in my hair and mm-hmm. like ignores you, but like in a nice way. That's fair. I kind of, I think I like bashedly move backward a little bit because I'm like, actually, I think I got it too deep. I need a second. <laughs> you've, you've lost face with the swash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I love it. All right. Well, that was that was weird. I'm gonna go home. I'll stay <laughs> here tomorrow. Sunrise. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Sunrise. I'm just over there. I follow right. Adeline. As we were walking, I looked at her and I wasn't really sure who to tell this to, but you seem like an upstanding young woman. Just probably good for the community, I'm assuming. You just you just radiate a certain light, my dear. Thank you. Would I okay, Doctor Cootie? Mm-hmm. She had all of these journals in her office that seemed awfully suspicious, and and I think they may be connected to our young possible friend, the touched one, mm-hmm. uh, Zell. I it may be something that we need to collect and remove from her uh, huh. ownership because I don't I don't trust her, and it's not only because she locked me up, but it. But that would be enough if that was why. That that could be enough. Oh, such such a kindly young lady. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, I I think it could be. I probably, I'm actually going to pull out my own notebook and write down series of notebooks in Asylum and as much as I can about it. Like I I personally would love to even see those notebooks, but I think maybe we should wait until we come back from the ravine because if we get caught by her and we can't get out there, then we can never fix the engine. So oh. No, no, no hurry, obviously. I am over 800 years old. You need to know. Wow. Probably. You don't look a day over 600. Thank you. You're welcome. But well, we yeah, will get those notebooks. Yes, I, I absolutely think we should. Wonderful. And anyways, I, I can sleep on the roof if that's okay. Do you want to sleep on the roof? Okay, actually, I have an out of question, mm-hmm. uh, out of character question. If I sleep outside at night, will I like I have to roll like wisdom checks, right? Yeah, if you stay oh, in- even within the fort. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's oh, okay. okay. And, then and I'm well, not gonna um, let you do that. Yeah. Anytime <laughs> you're like bathed directly in moonlight. Gotcha. You all the time at night there is a tension in the air, and if you kind of. In those moments of quiet, if you listen within yourself, you can hear like a, and then if you stay in the moonlight, that gets louder and more abrasive, this sort of ambient noise. If you're there for too long, it starts to make sense. And that's when you're really in trouble. Interesting. You know what? I'm going to say that Cygnus still is going to try to sleep on the roof because it's, I don't know how long she's been in that asylum and hasn't seen the night sky. And mm-hmm. like, she still does have a connection to the stars. So mm-hmm. I will, uh, I'll do it. Maybe uh, I, I will just put out there that I, I do have like an attic and there's a window. So if you wanted to just like stick your head out and like look at the stars, then you could still sleep inside. And I wouldn't have to worry that we would lose you in the night. I could remove a portion of the roof is what you're saying. No, 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 not that. No, there's a, ah. there's a window that you can open and just be like, hello, stars, and then come back inside. Mm, uh, safe. Yes, Please? of course, dear. Yes. Thank you. Definitely. 
you don't want Denny to be an orphan, right? Oh, Denny. Really so, kind of like fuss up his little feathers. He's adorable. So let's let's just sleep inside tonight. Fuss up his feathers. He goes ah, and like <laughs> and oh. his his tongue, which is covered in teeth, as real goose tongues are. Don't yeah. Google it. Yeah. Uh, Do it. There's the body horror. I warned you, it's goose oh. anatomy. That's the body horror. <laughs> Adlin sees that and just goes like, oh, what a regal swan. Such <laughs> <laughs> beautiful He's great. swan teeth. Yeah. So beautiful. We've met the arch nemesis of this. Yeah. 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 The big bad the is big Denny. Bad is here. You will not. Denny is a, an asshole, but he's a pure soul. Zalzner. He's a pure asshole. He's a pure asshole. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, I will say, I mean, like, Cygnus, you like you are used to actually surviving in the wild. So like you know, you you essentially know like how to shelter your body and guard your mind so that you can trance with a view of the sky, right? Without Dope. getting overwhelmed. Sweet. Um, I love that. You can't sit like directly in the moonlight. It, I mean, you you are able to do that, and if you want to, will there might be consequences. But you like generally, you're like you sit beneath a tree or something where like the light is obscured, right? You know, you're not directly being bathed in this. Perfect. I'm I'm imagining that the window has like a tiny, like one of those like mini balconies, mm -hmm. and I kind of just like half sit on it, and like that is where I do my trance. Oh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, Denny is inside though because mm -hmm. he's like, he's weak, weak of spirit. Yeah, weak. Uh, gentle, gentle swan. Yeah, gentle yeah. swan. All right. Anything else anyone would like to do or discuss before we take a long rest? I just want to show Zal around the clinic. Mm -hmm. I don't know if there anything comes of it, but I feel like you know I walk him into the room and I make a nice bed for him. That's usually like a bed for a patient, but I repurpose it for him. Mm -hmm. uh, th that's where the bathroom is. That's front door. There's the back mm -hmm. door where I sleep. There's an ice box in that corner there. I guess that's technology that we have. And um, if you need anything, you just let me know. Mm -hmm. it, it definitely is technology that exists. Like, Many things that runs off Don Fire batteries, which are a rare commodity these days, but you are a doctor and that affords you certain privileges within the fort. Nice. Privilege, baby. I uh, <laughs> yeah. I I take I take it all in. I enjoy the tour. I settle down on the bed that is offered to me and I sort of bounce on it a little and uh, and I say, This is good. This is good. Oh, mm. Cool, cool, cool. I'm glad you. I'm glad you enjoy the arrange the, um, you know, everything. How you feeling up for this? I mean, you're going kind of into the deep end. I've already been to the deep end, but I think I have to go back. Fair enough. Have a good night. And once again, there's just one door between me and you. So if you need something, you just let me know. Thank you. And then I go to sleep. Oh, must protect, baby. <laughs> must protect, Sal. <laughs> Tap's gonna swing by the stable on the way back home. Mm -hmm. um, try and try and, I guess, go the horse into giving him a neigh. And <laughs> if, if I'm able to get it, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna use magical tinkering to record six seconds of a horse giving me like an actual horse sound. Mm-hmm. Nice, or like a rock or something, or like a scrap of metal. Yeah, it you you sort of goad a horse into a half snort and, uh, or half whinny, and it, it just you know it's like. What's <laughs> it? It's better. It's uh, yeah. Okay, and and now that I have that, I'm I'm, I'm gonna mosey my way on. Okay. Uh, Marcel, you mentioned some things to take care of at home before you left. Yeah. Um, when Marcel gets back to their house, it's kind of more of less of a house and more of a what used to be like half of a barn, and it's repurposed with metal and different things everything is kind of scrapped and put together none of it is prefab or purchased by anyone who's like very reputable <laughs> by the time marcel gets home their father is already asleep in the other room and marcel tends to in in the back room that's sort of half open half closed uh marcel tends to the bees and the beekeeping uh back there there's one or two hives and makes sure that they have what they need for the next few days mm-hmm. and prays at the altar to cane again that is near the bees and that's pretty much it okay and, uh, it passes quietly of course the nights never pass totally quietly and Cygnus at some point in the evening half aware looking up at the stars as you often do you think you might see a shadow move across them maybe two it's hard to say like an anti-comet almost yeah maybe Oh, hmm. these eyes they might be getting to me finally Ugh. But otherwise, everyone's sleep passes without incident. The morning arrives, as it always does, with the distant cry of a rooster. It's a very comforting sound. And the town slowly awakens as dawn moves into full day. And the night diminishes. I get up. Uh, uh, <laughs> I get up early, like, in the in the first pre-light and I um just sort of mousily sneak my way through the clinic and I go to the door and I poke my head out and is there anyone like on the street um it's very very early very very early no so I so I walk out Mm -hmm. and uh I just sort of like move around in my body and uh-huh. like bounce a little and then I go for a little jog and do I the first time I just go for a jog and I start to run just faster and faster and then if I see like a market stall that hasn't been set up yet, 
I want to run at that. Oh, like Naruto sprint. <laughs> and arms out. Arms out. Full speed. And I want to try to hit it at a cart and like do like a triple flip off of it. Do. Okay. So I'm going to say we're going to make three acrobatics checks. You need more successes than failures to pull this off. <laughs> wow. Two out of three, baby. <laughs> uh, I'm 19. Okay. 19. You sprint towards the booth and your shoulders seize up and you, for a minute, you think I can't catch myself in this cartwheel. And then you remember your mom shouting at you from a distance, like, relax, throw your legs. Uh, nine. Nine. You relax, throw your legs, your hand hits the hard cobblestones beneath you, and for a moment, something in your back twinges. You might not be able to get enough force to vault like you think you need to. Make one more athletics check for me. Fourteen. Fourteen. You manage to spring off flying through the air, planting both feet somewhat haphazardly on the side of this market stall. One foot slips, and you tumble backwards, ending up doing more of a backhand spring off of it than the triple flip you had envisioned in your head. You come to a stop, breathing hard, muscles you haven't used in a while, suddenly screaming with, you know, pain pain of, of use, but also memory. And you just sit there for a second, feeling that in the shadow of this stall. The faint, distant whispers of night kind of like fading away from your mind. I walk back to the clinic. Uh, when you walk in, you see me and I, I like looking at your empty bed, just like, oh fuck. Um, <laughs> I lost him. Oh, uh, you had one job. Yeah. I, like you see me with my hands on my head, like I didn't think to lock the door, but I guess that was something that I have to do. Um, and it, it is like Zach. Is it has the sun come up fully? Yes. Now the sun has come up fully. Okay, great. You see me, Zal, and you notice that there may may have been a faint shimmer about me, but it, it kind of dissipates as you walk in the room. And I lock eyes and I go, oh, okay. I'm so glad you're back. I got a little nervous for a minute there that you might have just run off on me, honestly. But um, is is everything well? You you feeling good? Uh, I, I feel, I feel good. I feel good. I feel as I should. Now... I have a little ritual that I like to do most mornings, and you don't have to be a part of it if you don't want to, but would you mind just joining me for a second? You don't have to do anything, but be present. I step forward. I put my left hand on your shoulder, and I mutter a couple silent, sort of silent words, and I guess through the mutterings, what you pick up is, um, I hope that there will be... I hope we find light and guidance through a time without light 
no guidance. And then there's a little bit more like kind of talk, 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 talk. And um, when I let you go, I have haphazardly cast light on you, but I did not realize that's what I was doing. Um, and, and when you say hope, that word in particular, crit, you feel this flare, this warmth from the, the core of your being through your heart, down your left arm, that's on him. And Zal, if you're looking at Crit as this happens, it's almost like there's the warm reflected light of um, a field of, of tall grass in the autumn, yellow in bright golden sunlight that's reflecting back up on him. And it looks very natural, but you're also like, where is that coming from? <laughs> So there is just a glowing handprint on your shoulder. <laughs> oh, <laughs> where nice. I was making contact with you. Uh, uh, once I let you go, I look over and I, I kind of notice it because it's hard not to. And I go, uh, uh, yeah, sorry about that. That'll go away after a little bit. <laughs> you should probably cover that up. Otherwise, people are going to look at you real funny. I, uh, yeah, yeah. I nod, <laughs> and I I say, uh, that'll be good down there. That'll be good. This is good. Oh, okay. Uh, you know what? Hold on one second. And I like go on the lost and found, and I find an old scarf, and I just cover you up so that you're not so shiny. And I go there. Yeah, there. That right there. See? And it goes with the eyes and everything. Like, it's... This is a look. I don't know if you want to keep it, but, like, I would... It's a green and white checked scarf. It does match your eyes very very nicely. Excellent. I stand up a little straighter. We should... Yeah, we should probably head out so we're not late. I'm, like, being the last one nowhere. You head out into the main drag. Anything anyone else would like to do before you meet up in the flower district? Uh, Adlin will just poke her head into where Cygnus was sleeping just to make sure she's still there <laughs> and that she has uh, not. <laughs> so I, the way that I think it is like Cygnus, uh, I only need to transfer four hours. So um, she's kind of like a late sleeper where she'll stay up most of the night, like kind of just like observing the stars. And so she's like still trancing and it's really creepy because she like, does it with her eyes open so she's just kind of like leaning out the window just like eyes to the sky just like there hanging out her her eyes her irises are striking indigo and what you didn't notice before in all the commotion um now that she's very still and staring wide-eyed straight up is that the sclera of her eye are also a striking indigo oh wow uh so adlin also trances uh, she does. Oh, not nice! So uh, she knows exactly what's going on. Basically, when she sees you doing that, and is honestly <laughs> just relieved that you that you're there and that you <laughs> that I didn't destroy your house yeah, and that you haven't. <laughs> your house so she uh, she's not gonna interrupt. She's just gonna like go back and just like wait for you to finish up, and then yeah. 
That's right. Denny has pooped a little bit everywhere, though. I'm sorry. Gonna, no, she's not going to touch that. She's going to leave that to you. The rats will eat it. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Everything returns to nature. It's fine. That's the spirit. The world strives for balance. <laughs> Uh, Marcel will have written a note to their father and also a separate one in an envelope to be delivered to the Domhurst. Um, nice. Just explaining why they're gone. Okay. Um, yeah. They go to the place. Okay. Tap anything you would like to do? Um, no, Tap Tap wakes up just, just a little bit too early um, and kind of rummages around through um, the, the mass of just containers and crates that fill um, his home. Uh, he looks for a couple of uh, items. One is like a little uh, tuning fork. It kind of looks like it's made out of copper or something like that. One is like a, 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 a rope with like a handle on it and like a little grabby paw on it there's another one that's just like this giant fucking like bag uh, <laughs> that he he'll he thinks to put it on and then he's like nah and he'll just like throw it on top of uh clip clip and then the last one is like a small like like a uh a small like pottery ball almost uh with like a little um circle on top of it and he he's gonna tuck that like into his vest and then gather up whatever rations and stuff that he needs and make his way down to um, the flower district. All right. Mm. You gather in the central square of the flower district, which is right next to the Northern Gate, place that used to be, at least for part of the year, a site of great celebration and commerce. There are three dozen market stalls all around the edge, taverns, some some hotels, some just places to sit and drink. Um, all of them. Uh, there's a stables, too, uh, and a small blacksmith. All of them empty and boarded up, abandoned. There are two guards in the yellow and black Echtelin colors standing next to the gate. I uh, it, it, ho mechanical horse fellow. Yes? A tap? Tap was it? Tap tap and clip club. Oh yes. Um your letter, do we need to show it to them or do we just leave the city? Um I've I've never left i don't <gasps> i think we can just leave you're in for a treat i'm going to tell you about all of the trees <laughs> yes yes tell me about the everything that's out there because uh i feel slightly unprepared oh. just just slightly i sense that you have an inquiring mind and i will i will bring all of you under my tutelage uh, the tree tut we always start with trees generally with the druid children but we can skip to the bees or whatever anyone desires and i i 
I take Denny and I was like, okay, down, Denny, down, like taking him off my neck. And I put him on like the ground next to me and I walk out of the gate. I have no particular attachment to this fort or wherever I am. Let's let's go to the ravine of darkness or doom or whatnot. They always have dramatic names. Uh, <laughs> it's... Um, as you approach the gate, there's like a smaller door set inside the gate and the guards look at um, the group of you, kind of raise an eyebrow, but then they see uh, Crit and Marcel and they, you know, like, they don't often see you together, but they know that you leave the city and there's only a couple of gates. So <laughs> they open the door and swing it open for you and wave you through. Appreciate um, you. They wave. Uh, Carry on! Carry on! <clears throat> the door... It's so, I'm, it's so I'm so sorry! I'm so sorry! It's so great. It's so great. It's, so great. It, it's great on a visceral level. <laughs> I don't know what... Just, oh, it's fine. It's... Um, <laughs> Never you do less than this. <laughs> no, this is the right volume. You're you're That's correct. Yeah. This is baseline. Um, you march through the gates. Uh, the door clangs shut behind you. For those of you who haven't been outside the walls in some time, it it can it might be a kind of a jarring experience. Um, but in the in the light of day, you know. The, the earth is warm and brown. The trees are growing. I mean, they can be a little bit scrubby in this part of the world, but they're not super tall and glorious, but they're, they're, they exist. Nature is still here. Um, doesn't Tap look is, like a nightmare. Tap is gripping very tightly onto the back of, of, um, but, but, He's holding very tightly. And if you look, that one, uh, I believe, is an eastern maple, but and they have a very distinct color when the seasons change. And if you look to the smaller here, okay, the biome for this area is a reddish dirt. And then, like, Sanus just keeps talking and just going. I'm just, like, pointing to every plant, probably too many. Uh... uh. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Marcel. Uh, Marcel is lagging behind with Zal. Marcel has a map that they've put together from scrapping within, like, I would say, like, very easy two to three hour walk and come back. Like, no, no overnight trips or anything. And it's just trying to get the right path and direction based on their map talking with Zhao. How good is this map? That's pretty good. I mean, you were you were you knew the land around the fort broadly, but you didn't specifically spend a lot of time at the fort until you joined the guard. And then you were in the northern patrol. So like the stuff she's got to the north it's like seems pretty accurate. Seems to align with your memory. You can't account for like the exact distances between things on their map, but yeah, it's, it's a pretty decent map. 
Yeah. Marcel is very bad at drawing, though, so it's consistent, <laughs> oh, no. and you know you can you can you can tell what is like a mountain, but it's it's pretty it's pretty piss poor. It's not it's not a good looking map. There's some uh, like there's been an attempt by Marcel to pretty it up, like the way you would put like a serpent on a map like of the ocean there's like this bunny that they drew in the corner but it, it's it looks like a toddler drew it and they have like, the, the middle school s on it like in one of the corners <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> but like close it's like that level uh and they're they're pointing uh so this ravine and they point to this like giant black scribble that's just like further on like is this in the right spot yeah yeah (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I um so Zal who as a scout is um proficient in cartography tools uh, oh what how fortuitous do you, have a, do you have a pen? Yeah. And Marcel hands over their limited supply, pretty much just like a bunch of parchment stuffed into more of like a folder or case than it is a book. And uh, yeah, a pen. Yeah. So I, I take the pen from them and uh, I I sort of like, I try to smooth over some lines. I, I try to uh, accentuate other things and I I just sort of like yeah that's the ravine yeah (laughs) and and the ravine is actually a good deal longer than the width of your map Marcel like it it will ultimately go past the borders as you as you sketch it in so uh, crit what what do you want to get to Uh, I'm good I'm good I was going to do a I was gonna go back to Zao, but we got that covered. So okay. I, I like look back and I see that Marcel is talking to him, and I'm just all right, good, good. Somebody, somebody's got eyes on him. I noticed he left this morning, <laughs> and I want to make sure he's so cool, so he's good back there. And then I like look, and I see that <laughs> Cygnus and Denny are still here, so they're good. Like, all right, <laughs> the spot is all right. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, the two flight risks are still in the crew. <laughs> still here. Yeah. Um, also, yeah, it's like the two people I know the least that we just <laughs> broke out of an asylum yeah. are still doing good. So, yeah. all right, I guess we're fine. Let, yeah. Let's take them to the deepest, gloomiest hole we can find. <laughs> As we get a little farther from the fort, uh, Adeline is just like deep breathing and repeating under her breath like a short prayer to Bajin, her goddess. So just like keeping a moment to herself to kind of center herself. All right. I'm going to ask the party to uh, nominate like a navigator um, who's going to make a survival check to try and keep the party on track. I'm going to ask them to nominate a trailblazer who's going to make a strength check to try and, you know, keep mm-hmm. obstacles out of the party's way. And I'm going to ask the party to nominate a lookout who's going to keep an eye on the surroundings with a perception check. Um, I choose to do the last one. I would like to nominate myself to do the last one. Okay. What was the, I'm sorry, I, I didn't c- catch the last one. 
uh, a lookout who's going to do a perception check. Oh, nice. Very nice. I would nominate Zal to be the navigator. Me too. Yeah. I I would be happy to assist you. I I actually I make charts myself, young one. If you, they're more of the star variety, but I know my way around a map, and I will cling to him. <laughs> I find this oddly comforting. Yeah. <laughs> you got mommy issues, loved one. I love it. It's a weird dynamic, but I'm here for it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad our party has a mom and dad already. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait, who's the dad? Uh, it's definitely Crit. Crit's like, oh, it's oh, 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 okay. 100%. Yes. Let's go. All right, come my children. We got come the baby. We got the we got the weird middle child. And we got uh, you know. I think, got, I think I'm the oldest sibling. I think that's my oh name. for yeah. sure. Yeah. I'm baby. Yeah, <laughs> is is Tap just like an uncle who happens to be hanging out? Like I'm not even sure. cousin. Just, I was feeling like yeah. Tap is like, this is not my family reunion, but the drinks are free. <laughs> I'm just like trying to figure out like which of my family members would bring a horse to the reunion. <laughs> yeah, that's the uncle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe uncle Mike. Tap would do rag. Excuse me, not tap. Well, I mean, tap, obviously, but also rag. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I love it. Navigator, lookout, and there was what was the second one? Navigator, trailblazer, and lookout. Okay, anyone strong? Nah, oh no! Oh, I can do it. I don't know if I'll be the. I'll, I'll be the trailblazer. She I says, love that. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. I was like, who needs guidance? We have. We okay. No, I, I lie. We are definitely the parents because we both cast guidance. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. very true. I yeah. am like, hey, you're doing so good. Hey, what's up? <laughs> good job, honey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good job. I'm, I'm cool. so proud uh, of you. <laughs> nice. I'm totally proud of you, but I'm not going to say it out loud because I have uh, complex feelings about expressing myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. This is going to be great. This is good. Um, yeah. Marcel's going to let uh, Adlin take the reins here, uh, but for future. Based on how this goes, <laughs> uh, oh, no. they're also they're strong. So just okay, like nice. Watching from afar, like <laughs> this is like well. my me- this is like my mentor. I'm like, all right, like let's see it. Like, <laughs> I don't think Adam ever claimed to be strong in any of the times she's talking. Uh, about things. <laughs> uh, I love this. Perfect. All right, let's get that navigation check there, Zal. Cool. Uh, guidance. Ooh, guide ooh. i i just like vaguely just like very gently touch like i've already approached you you know i'm here and i'm just mm-hmm. you got this and i give him a little t- you you were born to do this i know i know it and i tap him on the shoulder uh if when crit said his mantra with you this morning and you felt some magic through his touch it was like the warmth of an autumn sun this is this is like cool, still water, like almost the feeling of no feeling as this magic spreads into you. 
Welcome to your hyperbaric chamber. Yeah. <laughs> Do you feel calm? Just... <laughs> You shout at you while cradling a fucking goose. Yeah. <laughs> it's a swan. I am a I am a swan in a pod. Yes, you are. Here we go. Oh, all right, all right. Sixteen. Did you add your Did you add your D four? Okay, good. Oh, I good, definitely good. did, and I wrote four, and it was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, let's get that trailblazing check, please. Absolutely. Um, when you walk up to trailblaze, I like nudge you with my elbow and I'll go, go and show them how it's done. And I cast oh, guidance. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. That's a, with, with guidance, it's a dirty 20. Nice. Hey. Very Very nice. So strong. So strong. <laughs> and let's get uh, that lookout check. Oh, yeah. Come on, don't film it now. Dirty. Uh, oh, shit. Um, no, it's fine. Uh, 14. 14. The sun is up. This is not a particularly long journey. You have a map, and you have someone who's been to this location within recent history. So you're able to follow some trails sort of to where... Like, patrols no longer go in this direction because there was a bridge here and it collapsed, and now nobody fucks with it. But Zal is able to lead you in the correct direction. Uh, you do encounter some debris along the way, and Aidlin, you can feel Marcel's eyes, like, boring into your back as, like, you, as, like, you're going to, like, push these, like, some collapsed rocks out of, like, the bottom of this ravine. You're just like, must do! And you show it impressed. <laughs> and crit as you're you're keeping your eyes on like the surrounding hills the skies in the tree line in the distance you don't really see much of anything to speak of a couple of rabbits that's probably it. humming music to myself yeah <laughs> paying attention but also am i really really, yeah. really sweet walking music yeah yeah right um, i heard this a long time ago a long long time ago and so it's about uh, 11.30 in the morning when you come to the edge of this ravine. And you stand here, you see to your left the evidence of a shattered stone bridge. It was, a, it was an impressive edifice, and it looks like something did it in. You can see these cracks traveling through what remains of the stonework. It was just like pummeled. Um, and to your left, you can see two wooden posts sticking in the ground with the tattered remains of uh, two, two short pieces of rope sort of hanging off of them. But someone built a secondary bridge after the original one collapsed, which apparently has also collapsed. I start getting very antsy. Uh, uh, and I don't look at, I don't look at either, uh, ruins of the bridges, and I, I just walk purposefully, uh, to the, to a certain point at the edge of the ravine. Um, as you approach the edge of the ravine, you look down this 
brown and red rock continuing down, the color fading from it as as the sunlight fades away, and there's just shadows at the bottom. And for a second, you hear in the back of your mind a voice, a familiar voice that means a lot to you. Shout your name, Zao, and the darkness comes rushing up at you. Make a wisdom saving throw. Oh. Here we go. That's you know, it's probably best that this happened because I was considering doing the thing where you like shake their shoulders, like oh you know, when you're like at the edge of a pool. Oh yeah, okay, that's probably best that I didn't do that. Would he still have guidance too, or is that already? Uh, no, guidance works for one. No, role. it's only one time, so I'd have to touch him again. Six. Oh, oh no! To see it. Uh, man. Um. All right, you take this memory like a blow to the gut mm -hmm. and suddenly you are falling into, not literally, but no. in your mind, you are falling into this ravine again. The darkness is rushing up at you and the arms wrapped around you as you fall are squeezing you so tightly and you pivot in your mind's eye. You can't remember if this happened or not, but in your mind's eye, you pivot you see the face of the man who has driven into you, shoving you off the edge of the cliff, falling with you, a man you love and respect, your captain. I just, yeah, I go very still and just freeze. Yeah, you, you are incapacitated. Is this uh, something that we all notice? Like, is this an obvious thing that happens? Like, did my man just freeze up, lock knees? Yeah, did, make an in, uh, what's your passive insight, actually? 16. Oh yeah, it's it's like reading a book to you, right? Like you get to this area and Zal's becoming like more and more jittery, right? Like you see the ruins of the bridge and he like can't look, right? Like he's not looking as he walks to a particular spot. And as he reaches that spot, it's like petrified, you know? Like he, you can see like the only movement you see is like his heartbeat in his neck and the rapid rise and fall of his chest. I walk up to him. I start to gently adjust the scarf that I put on him earlier and I go you know what it's not a it's not a big deal it's not a problem and I try to be as very as gentle as I can as I try to make the clothing on him feel as comfortable as possible mm -hmm. um I say you don't even have to worry about it whatever you see over there that's got you upset is not that's not even a thing right now we're not even dealing with that and then I can I do this uh no, I don't think this actually works. <laughs> what are you uh, going to do? I'm so That's a spell. Now I'm curious. I was, try I was trying to find a way to make thaumaturgy help in this situation, but it only does scary things. That <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. You know? I was like, hold on, a sound? No, sounds uh, seem like they're super. The no, actually, like I have gentle it. Gentle babbling brook. <laughs> yes, I have it. Uh, so so I cast thaumaturgy and like a gentle choral note underscores my voice, like mm. a group of children all sustaining very uh, uh, beautiful and gentle pure tones starts to underscore my voice. And I go, uh, whatever you want to do here is what you want to do. But we would appreciate it if we could find if you could find a way to bring yourself uh, to bring yourself together and, and help us into this ravine. 
the music, this note kind of swells. And it's not so much the note itself, but just the, the feeling that Crit and his magic give you is in some ways the opposite of everything that happened that night. Go ahead and make another wisdom saving throw with advantage. Good job, Crit. Good job. Yeah. Literally what I'm here for. <laughs> Great job. <laughs> yeah, love, love a cleric. Love a good cleric. Uh, what, what was that? 21. 21. Uh, you can focus on the sound of his voice and what you're feeling is not gone. It's roiling inside, but it back a little bit. I spin around and I grab him by the shoulders and I say, watch out for wolves. And I say, don't, don't believe him. Don't believe him. And then I let him go. Okay. Okay, I hear you. I hear you. Um, I look around at the group and, and then I was, I kind of like sotto voce to him say, uh, should I tell everybody to watch out for wolves or is that just like a me and you think? Everyone, watch out for wolves. Everybody, watch out for wolves. Um, I just yelled to the group, <laughs> kind of out of the blue. Um, I got a, I got a sense that there's a lot of like uh, animal activity around here, and you, we should all just keep our eyes out for wolves, and we shouldn't listen to what they have to say. And then I look at Zhao, and I just wink at him. <laughs> I try See, to hear this. Tap's gonna take the take one of the, the the backpacks that he had brought with him and just say, um I don't I don't know if wolves can fly, but I mean what okay. And he's just gonna start bringing off backpacks off the back of his horse. Okay. So you've arrived at the edge of this ravine into which you are going to descend. How are you going to descend? Anybody fly? Uh, I, I think tap is. Can we salvage some of these old ropes and maybe use those to get down? Or I, there's oh. bits and bobs everywhere. And I think is I have some rope too. So I could add. So I've got yeah. tap start five bags like laid out on the ground, and he's like, "All right, so here's something cool that we can use." Uh, these backpacks have like a lot of old uh, well you know I say old and that sounds kind of bad but excuse your tone <laughs> exactly see not what I meant sorry see? Uh, so, so, so there's like these these giant um, sheets inside that we can use you put them on and then you, you stay with me stay with me you jump off the edge and then you pull this little this little thing that we got here, and then it'll just like let us drop slowly. That we we I got five of them though, and there's there's more more than five of us. So uh, we also should consider how we're gonna get back out. So maybe we could still tie a rope so that we can climb our way back out. Unless this thing uh, works in reverse and it can get us back out again. Can it fly? Oh. Back no. no, no. Oh, okay. This, I'm this sorry, I got weird. really excited and attached to that idea because that seems super cool. But the idea of floating down also very cool. That does not diminish what you have created. 
Uh, Marcel produces 50 feet of hemp rope. Um, I also can pull out my rope. Yeah. I Marcel looks like over the edge, like kind of vertigo-ish like mm-hmm. experience. Like can is there a way to figure out how far down that really goes? Uh, I mean yeah, you can make a perception check. Oh, sorry. I was asking the group if they could do something. I was gonna say while you're making that, maybe if one of us uses the floaty down thing while us up here can start tying and lowering the rope when it reaches towards the bottom, maybe whoever went down there can like tug on it to let us know that it's reached the bottom. I try to look along cause it's like steep, but also I remember the fall I took. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I try to find the path or a path that I could have followed in order to mm-hmm. like point this out so that we can sort of, Climb our way down. Yeah. Uh, go ahead and make. I'm gonna say you're trying to put like piece together a frantic memory with like what you're glancing at on the rocks in front of you. I'm gonna say a perception check. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. If this doesn't work, then I, I have an idea. It's a bit of a long shot, but I have an idea. Twelve. Are you gonna throw your goose in the hole? I would. <laughs> Excuse me. He's a swan. A swan. My bad, my bad. Swan dive. Oh. Swan dive. is fine. When you say goose, Denny goes, ah. I can't. Hisses a little. When you look at the cliff, you, I mean, like, you remember your body hitting rocks, not infrequently, which is probably the reason why you lived through the fall, because it's a long way down. Uh, and you just never built up, like, a ton of momentum. It's hard to say. You know, it was, it was nighttime. It was getting darker. You were you were scared. Yeah. You just you can't you can't put together exactly how you managed to survive sort of pinball machining down the side of this cliff. Okay. Swan dive it is. Oh, okay. Well, um, I would like to see if there are any birds around. <laughs> okay. Make a okay. yeah, make a perception check. Okay. Wonderful. Twenty-one. There, there are a number of finches, like you know, forty or fifty of them nested in a pine tree, maybe twenty yards down the ravine. Uh, Wonderful! I take like some seeds in my hand, and I like sit and center myself. So, like both of my palms are out with like seeds on them, and I would like to ritual cast speak with animals. And so it's like, you just, I don't know. I don't think I tell anyone what I'm doing at all. I think that I just like sit down and just like collect, you know, like as we've been going, I've been like collecting seeds for the herbalism kit as I've been explaining what all of the plants are. So um, I, I can do that. So I don't, I'm guessing like a yellow finch or something. Yeah. So you, so you're like, okay, I have a plan. Then you sit down with a bunch of seeds <laughs> and make a circle for like 10 minutes as you ritually cast the spell and like, whistle into the wind. Yeah. And then... Well, well sh- sh- go ahead. Is there a follow-up? At, at, <laughs> at the end of the 10 minutes, there will be a follow-up. But go, but go ahead. I was, I was just going to say, um, I see that. I respect that. I support that. Mm-hmm. 
uh, (laughs) Oh no. I'm going to just grab one of the backpacks that Tap put on the ground and I just want to inspect it. I want to see what it is or if I can tell it the thing that he says it does. I am going to walk him through exactly what a parachute is and how it functions. (laughs) (laughs) In like painstaking detail. And Adlin's going to listen to that while starting to tie some ropes together. <laughs> Just in case. Marcel's um, going to help Adlin because that plan has sounded the most sound so far. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you, Tap. When you tell me about the ripcord, I'm going to pull it. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. It like, takes time. When you pull this thing, the, the other thing comes out and I go, word, bow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh. Do you know how to repack that? Is that a reusable situation? I'm gonna say yeah. Go ahead and make a dexterity saving throw as he pulls the rope. Oh, oh nice. gosh. <laughs> They're listening as you're down the road. Oh god, okay. Thirteen? You're like, oh, that's interesting. Oh, the thing pops out when he pulls it and he's pulling. Oh, shit. And you just like fall, like you're sitting, lie <laughs> flat down, and the parachute goes, <laughs> and then slowly drifts down over you as you <laughs> lay on the ground. Hello? Congratulations, Pat. That's like a work of art. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I really wanted the first damage our party took to be something. <laughs> <laughs> own goal. Own goal. Uh, at this point, uh, 10 minutes of hijinks have elapsed as people are tying ropes together and, and inspecting the parachutes. And Cygnus, you hold out your hand and this little yellow finch comes and settles on your finger. Hello? Oh, boy. Hello? Uh, so you've cast Speak with Animals at this I point? I have indeed. Yeah. Okay, the finch responds, hello. Oh, yes, it's finally, oh, 10 minutes and I stood eternity sometimes. Um, yeah, it's long. If, if I can just, if I can bother a little bit of your time, you little yellow finch, I All right. I need a way, I, I don't have your pleasure of flying and I need to get down this big, Large, impassable ravine. Wait, is there a slope anywhere that you could direct me to? And I pull out my, like, leather with, like, a wax pencil to take notes. Why do you want to go down there? It looks bad. Well, uh, we live in such a a place that it doesn't matter, really. I just, do you know or not, my young little finch? I will take the seeds away. Oh, no, please leave those. I like the seeds. Yes, uh, that's what I thought. I will, I'll go look and see if I can find something. Oh, darling little thing. And I I give it a tiny little kiss on the beak. All right. Bye. And it okay, okay. <laughs> I, I'll see you later. Bye, please return. This only lasts for an hour, if I'm not mistaken. Any other birds? And I just kind of, hello! <laughs> is she like, so to outside observers, is she just like making bird calls to the air? Oh, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> just, <laughs> and just like, all here is like angry, like twittering in the background. As Tap and I start to like try to put the bear two back together, I say, yeah, this was a good idea. This is a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> Jenny, 
Danny, I don't want to hear it right now. Yeah, Denny's next to you being like, why are you talking to that bird? Don't talk to that bird. Talk to me. Only to me. Denny! And I kind of just like, shoo, shoo. Go look at them. I'm here. This is where I live on your neck. I'll kill that and bird. Now, so now I'm arguing with Denny. Like everybody's just, just like, honk, 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 honk. I love that Denny is just Zach, but chaotic. Evil. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I kind of like scour the skies and Finch, little Finch, are you? I am. I'm growing weary. Please, I I don't want to use these mechanical. Do hickeys come back over here so I can kill you? Okay, these are these are possibly friends. We do not know. Honk, 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 honk. We know that they are probably good or passable, but no eating their eyeballs as they sleep. That one time was very disgraceful. <laughs> and oh um, it was me. So. Zal is like watching this so intently. <laughs> Marcel is like tying a knot, kind of looks over their shoulder, looks at Adeline, and be like, "Huh? You think maybe they did need help?" <laughs> oh, I think everybody's watching this. <laughs> her, her ability to move back and forth between the honks and the the tweets is really, it's really kind of impressive. Yeah. I know it's, it's pretty yeah it's pretty uh, great the finch returns go ahead and just roll a d20 for me Cajun cool luck check yeah four yeah, yeah. <laughs> the yes. finch settles down and starts eating some of the seeds you left on the ground oh it spit it out it pauses spits out a seed <laughs> oh so literal. Oh, finches. Hello, dear little one. Can you please tell me if you found a, a slope passable with my, my legs? You see the meat bits that hang down here. I need them to walk on the ground. Wait, you, you're, that, you're that person from before. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Denny, Denny, would you like to play? Would you like a little play? Uh, honk, honk, honk. And I kind of just like throw the finch in Denny's direction and have at it. Oh no. Completely um, <laughs> gives up on the finch. Birds say I cannot repeat on Twitch. But <laughs> there's like a flurry of feathers and then the finch goes shooting off in one direction. Like, you know, uh, several tail feathers poorer and Denny comes strutting out. Well done. Well like, done. What? Wait, what is happening over there? What? She, she just what, that bird what? to her bird? It's not Maybe cannibalism. No, Maybe I, there's something about her bird that's magical, where you give it more birds and become sort of like an uber bird, and maybe it grows into something. I, I'm spitballing here. I don't oh know. We should no, 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 don't stop, please. Is this a real thing? Um, I, don't, I, I don't know, but I have read it in a book once that people... <laughs> feed creatures of the same type together to try to make a super uber creature. Did you? What was the book called? Uh, the, the title was Yellow and Withered. So I could not tell you that. 
Uh, Cygnus oh, writes man. down yellow and withered. <laughs> I must find this book. Memoir. Oh, we will find this book. I will have a super <laughs> swan. Um, anyways, uh, how do I? Um, I the Finch didn't tell me anything, uh, unfortunately. So, how do I? I'm just going to assume that I open it. It's going to be fine. Shall we jump? Rope. Uh, I look over for the ropes. Yeah, I'm gonna take some of the ropes and try to tie it off of the remaining part of the bridge, one of like the supports, uh-huh. so that it can stabilize and start lowering it down. Okay, whatever we have. Yeah, no problem. I mean, that's the perfect thing to hold up a rope for this. So works without issue. And the rope lowers down into the ravine, fifty feet. 100 feet. How many lengths of rope do you have? If we have the, can we get the two ropes that were like the old bridge as well? Can we use those? Yeah, they're very short lengths. They're maybe a foot long. And as you inspect them for use, the end might have been cut by a sword. If if I got my soldiers back, back, I would have rope as well. Yeah, you assume assume you have your starting equipment. Then I would also have pythons, uh, which we could use to anchor the rope to the wall. All right. So you have 150 feet of rope and some pythons. The rope drops down 100 feet, 150 feet, dangles into shadow, doesn't quite reach the bottom, but it can't be that much further, 10 or 15 feet from where the rope ends. Okay. That feels fine. Have I repacked my parachute at this point? (laughs) I will will assist him heavily in this. It takes you some time. I mean, like during the uh, whole um, who's first sparrow exchange, you know, (laughs) distractedly trying to fold it and tap is like putting very careful creases in it. (laughs) And like, uh, (laughs) and it eventually fits back in the backpack. Yes. So I'm like, all right, now or never. So then I'm gonna show. Oh, whoa! Okay. Wondrous, wondrous. Just for clarification—that's that's for the on you. Okay, so you you put the parachute you just repacked on, and then you yeah. jump into the into the chasm. All right, um, tap. Make uh, you have tinkers tools. What are uh, you? Yes. Yeah, make a tinkers tool check for me. Goodbye, y'all. <laughs> How many hit points you got? Uh, probably not enough. <laughs> not, not enough. So fall, yeah, you take more than one d six per ten feet. Yeah. So you got this. Don't worry, I can cast entangle somewhere to catch you if this goes sour. Thank you. I appreciate oh, no. that. It doesn't tell me the bonus. Please hold. I think it's your proficiency bonus. Oh, uh, okay, and okay, probably okay. plus dexterity also, or int- intelligence. It's yeah, it's probably int for yeah. tools. Fifteen. Fifteen. Not bad. Yeah. Crit. With trust and hope in your heart, you leap out over this chasm, and you fall a couple feet, and you're like, "Time for a ride to the bottom," and you yank on the cord, and nothing happens. <laughs> you're starting to fall. You're starting to fall. You yank on the cord again. Nothing happens. The cliff sides are starting to race past you, and you... And the cord snaps. 
But no, no. The shoot deploys. <laughs> and you drift down to the bottom of the chasm. Nice. I had my stuff at the ready. We'll end tonight's episode as Chris drifts down to the bottom of the ravine. (laughs) Join us next time to find out what's in the the depths of this this realm of shadows that no one has explored for 21 years. Safe for for one man who doesn't seem that well. So uh, I hope you had a great time tonight. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining and watching or watching the VOD. I had a really great time. Thank you again to Ryan for running this show. Thank you to um, Arthur and Werewolf for the beautiful overlays and our introduction. Thank you, DJ, for the draws for the music, wonderful music you've been listening to this whole time. And thank you to all of you, my friends, for doing this wonderful, um, fun thing with me on the internet. I would like some Denny fan art, please. <laughs> that can be arranged. <laughs> Thank you. The request Free the is straws. Free yeah. straws, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Good night, everybody. Thanks, everyone. Yeah. Good night, everybody. Good night.